Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. You're listening to Primetime on Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly. Now, when it comes to climate change and sustainability, decarbonization is one word that you may hear quite often. The maritime industry is predicted to miss the zero emissions target by 2050 due to a lack of available low carbon options on the market. But in order to make a better progress in creating a greener maritime industry, one local marine company is making waves in this area. That marine company is Sea Forest. Today we're joined by Sea Forest CEO George Lee to find out more. George, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for getting me here. Good to have you with us. So, George, perhaps we can start off. Tell us about Sea Forest. What exactly is it that you do? Okay, Sea Forest actually is a, uh, is a tech company. Currently, now we're involved in uh, maritime uh, hybridization and electrification of uh, the uh, marine vessels. And uh, we also do energy storage uh, for, for the maritime industry, yeah. So how long has Seaforest been around? Maybe you can tell me about the, the company itself. How was it founded? Okay, Seaforest actually started uh, in 2011. It's been uh-huh. quite a while, almost 10 years this year. Oh, okay, uh, happy anniversary. Yeah, yeah thank you. Uh, so actually, it was founded uh, by myself. Uh, started off uh, with it after I left uh, China. I was actually in uh, China for about six years doing the same thing, uh, maritime mm-hmm. industry. And then uh, we started off and uh, um, and in progress. Uh, initially, doing a lot of uh, project management, doing system integration for people, uh, mainly in the marine and offshore industry. Probably about three, four years ago, we started to pivot. And then we went into what you call the green tech, uh, looking into electrification, hybridization of a marine vessel, looking at different fuels that will be used to be greener for maritime. And uh, uh, then we started on it and we got an opportunity to do one of the vessels that was actually the first hybrid vessel built in Singapore, which is actually built in uh, Penguin. So we were actually a contractor to the main system integrator at a time. So this year, we finally actually delivered a vessel. And um, strangely enough, the company that actually uh, we are contracted to actually bought over us. So currently, now Seaforest is under the, the BH Global Group. Okay, so it's been a very busy year for you. And I'm assuming this uh, transition and this change in transaction was a result of the product that you were able to supply. I was uh, hoping that it was due to the fact that Seaforest uh, has a certain uh, we, we, we try to do our best in uh, doing the system integration and provide a great service and a satisfaction to the customer. Okay, so you've spoken about this is Singapore's first hybrid power ship, the Penguin Tanaga, is that correct? So talk to us about this specific ship. What kind of... Um, hybrid does it consist of and what kind of you know when we talk about energy transition often the conversation moves to cost right so talk to us about that as well okay first start off with the energy makeup of the ship and then we can move on to cost after that so Tanaga actually uses still a very traditional uh diesel power the only thing uh what we have done is that we have smartly put in gearbox and uh, what it does is that it also allows for motor to run it so other than the diesel power a uh, motor actually also run the propulsion 
of course, this particular vessel has two drive shafts, so there will be two motors and two engines running it. Now, this is um, for normal people, you can just think of it as a normal conventional hybrid car uh, oh, okay. that is running on the, on the street. So the traditional vehicle like uh, Toyota Prius, they use a similar system. So mm-hmm. both the engine and the motor runs, uh, runs the propulsion. And during the slow speed, only the motor is running. So the motor is actually powered through the battery. So a battery actually runs the motor uh, at a slow speed. And when you want more speed and increased speed to a certain point, then the engine will kick in. The engine will kick in and then it will take over the propulsion. Now that the motor now transit become a generator. So it now starts to become a generator and charge the battery so that when you use the slow speed again, the, the motor will be able to be powered by the battery again. I see. So this is the penguin Prius of the seas. Something to it. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to us about the energy savings then. What does this equate to? Okay, because this is still a, a pretty experimental and it's still very new. Mm-hmm. Uh, in general, we will get about 5% of fuel saving. Okay, or in, in terms of fuel, it's about 5%. But this 5% is, uh, is subjective to a few conditions. First thing is on how the, the guy or the master that we call it, who are stirring the vessel, how he actually mm-hmm. moves the throttles. So if he, he's those type who are very eager to speed up, then you tend to have less of a saving because the real saving comes with the running of the motor. But if you are always running diesel power, then it's just the same. So, so, so a lot of it is depending on the master. Mm, I understand that. I've got a an eco-light car, so it depends on whether I put my pedal to the metal or not on how much fuel I'm going to save. But say on average, if you were to look at that, as, a, as this is to be a more fuel-efficient uh, model, if you were to give a ballpark figure of an average, perhaps, uh, diesel saving, what would you say? On average, we will still achieve roughly about uh, 5%. If you add a plug-in function, a plug-in function means that the battery can be charged when it's uh, onshore or when they're they tied to the, to the key side. Then that particular number will creep up, but that is mm-hmm. always dependent on how many times you can charge. Yeah. Okay. So we are expecting you can reach about 10%. Okay. And so this is the first ship that you've worked on here in Singapore that has uh, you know, an adoption of hybrid and full electric propulsion systems. How do you see this changing and evolving going forward? I think um, uh, slowly and but surely, mm. a lot of more ship owners, especially the hovercraft owners, are looking at it. We're having a lot of inquiries. This year, uh, over the last few months, we are very busy with doing it. And we actually have already contracted a second contract with a local vessel owner, and we are actually doing a conversion for them. So, so the scene is actually heating up, and there are more and more vessels coming in to be either converted to hybrid propulsion or even new building that they're looking at. So I think the market is going to be, be, be quite hot in the next one or two years. And we're seeing, I mean, we've been seeing uh, increasing conversations around more climate conscious solutions. But I'm curious because, you know, hybrid vehicles on the road have been in the market for quite a while now. Why is it only now that we're starting to see a, a take up on the seas? Well, this is uh, generally something to do with the industry itself. We are a bit of a dinosaur. <laughs> so it's uh, it's tend to be difficult for us to change. 
And mainly in uh, marine industry, a lot of people look at the big ships. Mm. Uh, the big ships takes up a lot of energy, and uh, to actually hybridize or electrify it is pretty difficult. So the technology required to actually green it, turn it green, is actually not existing at the moment. There are some concept going on, but it's still going to take time. So a lot of people are just in, uh, just in border, and then uh, just as kept at what they are doing. Uh, until recently, then there is a big push to say, "Hey, let's 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 restock up instead of looking at only the big vessels. Why don't we start small as well? Because then it allows technology to move. So that's when either in Europe or locally, there are more and more people looking to hybridize hovercrafts because this allows technology to evolve, allows people to look into the problem and solve it. So it took a while, but we are." Starting the twenty years ago, car industry going for hybrid, and hopefully we will be even faster to go into full electric, which is uh, what uh, Tesla did. Yeah, I see. So start small and scale, as you say. You know, twenty years later, but better late than never. Yep, it is. <laughs> and and in fact, in uh, in most of our pitches to most of the clients, we mm-hmm. always tell them that uh, let's do step changes. Let's take small steps first. Get everyone accustomed to what is needed, uh, and then we try to speed up once a lot more people are accustomed to what we are all trying. To. Okay, so what does the year ahead hold for you then, George? What's next? We currently now we are actually doing development work. Uh, the team has grown. We have started to look into all areas in the hybridization and electrification, other than doing the. The vessel itself. We are looking into the charging. Uh, we are looking into also the energy storage for the ocean-going marine vessels. Uh, we are also looking into the AI and ML of the the vessel, so that we can actually assist the master, so that they don't go and uh, mm. waste the energy by uh, excessively throttling. Okay. And then this is what we are doing. And uh, you, I, I hope you guys will keep in tune for some of the uh, initiatives we are starting on. We are starting a green mark initiatives. Yeah, hopefully people can look out for it. When are you starting your green mark initiative? What we are trying to do on the green mark is um, to uh, let people have an an idea that okay, this vessel has a green mark, and this you know the the, the refrigerator, the five tick system. We have a similar one. So it gives to shows that oh okay so this vessel actually has a green mark it has a hybrid system on it and it has how many ticks on it depending on the system they chose so generally the retrofit vessels will have lesser ticks but the newer vessel will have higher ticks because they they will have more system that is actually electrified so this is what we're going to launch and we're working with partners to to jointly launch it so that it will be accepted by the industry. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, we look forward to hearing more about that. But George, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today and for sharing all those updates on what's happening in the maritime industry and the greening of the or decarbonization of the maritime industry through your green and sustainable tech. Uh, happy to share with everybody. And uh, just in case anybody wanted to learn more. We've been speaking with George Lee, CEO of Sea Forest. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg.
or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.